Okay, babe, who do you need to be today to build that six, seven, eight-figure empire you want tomorrow? If you want the strategies, the skills, the secrets every female entrepreneur needs to stay inspired, lead like her highest self, and strategize her business for success, and if you want to hear real stories from powerhouse women on a mission to make an impact, how they have paved their own way to success, and discovered who they needed to be to get to every next level from plateau to prosperity, then get a coffee and grab your notepad. You're in the right place. I'm Sarah Delane, and you're listening to the Lead Like Her podcast. Not just for women, but because of women. We're going to... You guys, I am on, I have so much energy today. I don't even know what's going on in the world. <sighs> There's a lot. There's a lot of fun, exciting things happening. Um, okay. There's so much good stuff. There's so much good stuff. Okay. Can everybody feel that? I feel like we got out of Venus retrograde. We got out of Mercury retrograde. I have five planets that are ruled by Venus. So when Venus is in retrograde, I don't and I go very inward and now I've done all of that and I'm bringing out so many more new things. If you guys have been following me for a while, you have seen the progression of stuff and it just feels really, really good, really good. Um, just the different things that I'm offering for women's empowerment, helping you guys step into your next levels, helping you grow your online businesses, those of you that are, um, it's a whole game changer and it always comes down to relationships. Okay, that's what we're going to jam out on today because it's, it's still about relationships always. That doesn't change. That doesn't change. So in light of <laughs> Valentine's Day, which is just like the, the self-love day, the reminder that we need every day or every year, right? Apparently to just love more, the reminder to stay in love, stay in that vibration of highest love real-time share. Okay. Full transparency. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to share some experiences that I haven't always talked about. Maybe if you've been following me for a while, you've heard about them, but, um, full transparency. Like I used to have a fear of intimacy, total fear of intimacy. Again, if you've been following me for a while, you, you would not know that that was, but maybe, seven years ago now, something like that. But hands down, I'm just, I'm being open about it because I think we need to normalize this conversation that everybody has these fears of intimacy. I think that that's okay to admit. I am fully coming out and saying, you know what? I totally have been there, creeps up every once in a while, but I was totally there. I was afraid of fully being seen I was afraid of allowing myself to be seen. I thought, um, I thought if I was, then I wouldn't be accepted. I thought, um, I thought I wouldn't be, <laughs> I thought I wouldn't be loved. Um, I was told constantly, just in the industry that I was at the time, I was constantly told, like, be an amazing woman, be all the woman that you can be, but not too much, because that's going to intimidate somebody. That's going to make somebody jealous. You won't fit in then. 
So, right. You would, you adjust yourself. You're like, Oh, I must not be good enough. So I gotta, I gotta adjust myself. And, and then that, that intimacy with yourself starts, you start, you stop listening to that internal voice, start listening to what everybody else tells you, you should or shouldn't be what else they told me. Don't be too smart. <laughs> don't be excellent. Don't show that you're smart. Don't show that you're successful because boys won't like that. Right. Or maybe even sometimes girls, maybe there's jealousy, whatever it is. Don't be too much. You won't fit in. You won't be accepted. You won't be loved. Right. That's what I heard. Taking full responsibility. That's what I heard based on what was told. But everything was, it's not good enough. You're not good enough. Right. And at that time, I mean, dealing with rejection quite literally every single day, being in an industry where you have to just be told no to all the time, be told that something's not good enough about you or how you're doing something, whatever. It's just like rejection after rejection. And honestly, like with, I closed, <laughs> I closed the heart. I, I love being in balance of, you know, a little bit, a little bit edgy and a little bit elegant, a little bit lace, a little bit leather. These were more leather days than they were lace days. And I shut off. It was a protection mechanism, right? I had, I, in my subconscious, it was like, oh, put the walls up, close down, get thick skin, be more leather, be more, right? Strong all the time. My, my heart and the energy of that was totally closed off. I then started, right, only attracting romantic partners that would not have me be seen, right? I started attracting partners that um, didn't value all of those things that I felt like I had. In hindsight, of course, right, I knew it was I was judging myself based on everything I was hearing. I wasn't being intimate with myself. So, I mean, how could I be intimate with someone else if I didn't, if I wasn't, I couldn't allow them to see me if I wasn't even willing to see me. Held back all of these parts of myself for fear of being judged, right? All the things, all the things. <sighs> I remember kind of, uh, you know, cause it wasn't always like that. So I remember having these like moments where then you're like, okay, I wanna, I wanna be more open. And so then I would be more open and then something would happen. I would be closed off again and I would be more open again. And then something would happen or I would get into another relationship and validate, nope, nope, be, have the heart walls up, you know, keep it closed. <laughs> and that almost created this like whiplash to my fucking soul. Heart open, heart closed, heart open, heart closed. Like that's just like this energetic like whiplash. And in all honesty, at that time, what I started seeing is that my bank account started going like roller coaster. There was not an abundant, like continual influx. I had no idea. I didn't even think at that time to associate my level of intimacy or the fear of intimacy. So lack thereof, I never thought to I uh, to identify the intimacy and associate it with then abundance. And I mean abundance of all things, not just financial, because we are abundant in many ways. We're abundant in health, we're abundant in relationships or love rather, we're abundant or not or lack thereof in money, in, in clients, 
in all the things that we want to create, we're either abundant or we're not. And so I never associated, I never thought that the reason why my abundance, we're using the context of clients and tangible money bank account was fluctuating like this. I never associated that with heart open, heart closed, heart open, heart closed, <laughs> fear of intimacy. Wait, okay, I want to be intimate. No, 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 we shouldn't be intimate. <laughs> never did I associate those until I figured it out, right? So I, I, I couldn't handle the whiplash anymore. I couldn't handle that roller coaster going back and forth. Um, and it wasn't, until, it wasn't until like I learned that by not allowing myself to see my own greatness, I want everybody to hear this right now, because this is, this is another weird thing. And I talk about those clients all the time because there's a weird voice it's one of your parts of your personality that's like, I don't know how great I am, or you don't want to say that you're amazing or qualified or, or an expert in a certain field because maybe you're going to think that you're going to be bragging or coming across as whatever, or whatever the judgment, there's a voice and you can hear it. It says something different for everybody, right? And I want you to hear what that is for you because I got to this clarity where I wasn't allowing myself to see my own greatness, to believe in myself, to see the expertise that I had, none of that. I wasn't allowing myself to see the wisdom and expertise that I had. And so naturally, I was then in turn attracting clients, people, all those specifically clients who didn't know the value of investing in themselves. Because if I couldn't see it in me, then naturally I would attract people who couldn't see that in themselves. And usually if we don't invest in ourselves, it's because we don't believe that we're deserving. We, we have fear of intimacy. And that's why I just want to like normalize this conversation because I've been there, I've had it. And if this is resonating with you, then, then take whatever golden nuggets you can to really like shift the perspective because it means your future in whatever that you want to create. Okay. So I'm using it in context of abundance and intimacy and generating clients, because if you are here and you want to make a difference in the world through uh, using your gifts and bringing your gifts into the world that can change someone's life to make a difference in either your community or the world, this is what we're talking about. This is what this is for. We have to be able to look at our own intimacy and how that is attracting who we want to work with in the world, right? I had no association to it before. Not until I realized I was holding myself back. That was me holding myself back. I needed to rewire those programs that uh, I didn't believe I was worthy, that I didn't believe in myself. And of course, those intimacy uh, programs, right? I call them programs because they're like a computer program and they can be rewritten very simply. You just need to rewire on the subconscious level. There's tools for this. There's strategies for this. It is not as complicated as everybody like makes it out to be, but it does take practice in doing it. So once I learned to shift my energy to know, to feel that it was, that it was safe, that it was safe to be heart open, to be energetically open as opposed to closed off and fear of intimacy. Once I knew and I shifted that energetic 
within myself so that my online presence, so that my personal brand could attract who I really wanted to work with. We're talking over six years ago. So if you've worked with me within the last five years, you're a badass. You know who you are. I love you. I attract amazing, badass fucking warrior clients who are want to do incredible things and are doing incredible things in the world. So this is, we're talking like maybe like six, almost seven years ago, but it wasn't until I really shifted that. That's when then I really started attracting just, and I love you all. I love you all. You know who you are, you guys. Through over the years, there's not one person that I've worked with that I am just not like, oh my God, you're badasses. I love you so much. Putting in the work, making it happen, so dedicated to self, so dedicated to growth and getting to the next level, so inspiring. God, that's what makes it worth it, right? you know who you are. Once I shifted that on the tangible, right? That's when, and I don't, I don't like talking about like bragging about finance and money, all of that stuff, but just keeping it super real. That's when abundance really shifted for me. That's when I started generating 5,000, 8,000, even 15,000 days. That's when I started having 40,000. I'll never forget the day that I had a $40,000 month. And that's net. There's a lot of people who boast out there like 100,000, six-figure year, six-figure business, or even 100,000, like six-figure month, whatever. Keep in mind that that's gross, just as a caveat, okay? Measure abundance, financial abundance, measure it in net, not gross. Remember that no matter what anybody's telling you, are they talking net or are they talking gross? Vastly different. So I am talking 40K month net, not gross, breakthrough in business, hands down, shifting the energy. That was when, yes, I peaked at that infamous six-figure business. It's not as complicated as it sounds, but yes, if you're not there, then it's not as complicated. If you are there getting to that next level, it's not as complicated. Okay. But most importantly, being super real, most importantly, that's when I honestly felt aligned with um, that's when I felt like I was making a bigger difference because of the impact of the lives of who I was working with and the difference that then they were creating and the ripple effect that that has, that shit's fucking priceless. That's priceless. So once I realized that everything that I had been building in business, teaching women how to be their most empowered, badass selves, I was like, well, those that really have a desire to make a difference in the world, well, I, I need to now be teaching everything that I've built in the successful online business that I've built to those women so then they can be able to create the same type of dynamic for their lives and their business. So you've been seeing me express so many different things on my journey, and we have been diving into personal branding because I believe that that is the foundation of what any powerful female ambitious woman needs to elevate her online presence to be able to make that difference in the world. And it always comes down to relationships. Personal branding is all about relationships, okay? There is a favorite quote that I have been gushing over. And I had like, honestly, at first I was just like, I don't know who said this quote. And I really, I love 
honoring and acknowledging, okay, there's so much people who copy people's stuff and act like it's their own. We don't do that. Level of integrity up here. But I realized I wasn't in integrity because I was saying this quote and I was like, I don't know who it's by. And I didn't take the time to go and look it up. So please go look this person up. Their name is Ren Jones. The quote that I have been gushing over, which explains how personal branding and marketing are totally different, but in such a clear way is, I will quote them, marketing is the equivalent of someone asking you out on a date. That's marketing. Branding, your personal brand specifically, is the reason that they say yes. Just pause on that simple wisdom from Ren Jones. And I made sure to find out who that was so I could be like, you are a badass. However you came up with that statement, amazing. And I am totally going to feature it <laughs> because, and, and honor and respect where it came from. Okay. So that is like, I, I could not have, ex like, I, I couldn't have even come up with something so simple and so perfect, right? It's just the most accurate way of explaining how personal branding and the difference between marketing. People collapse them all the time. So to me, that's what really shows that like personal branding is truly about building and deepening your relationships. And of course, it always starts with you. It always starts with who are you? Who are you authentically to yourself? And then who are you bringing yourself to the public? How are you positioning yourself online, right? Because it is not in marketing, it is not the fancy words, right? So in relationships, it's never about the words people say. It's not about the fancy ways that they are smooth, like ways that they say it. it has nothing to do with that. It is always about chemistry, intimacy. It's, 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 a, it's alchemy, right? That's what it's about. That's what attracts you romantically. And that's what attracts you with clients. Totally different. Just take a second. Please have a moment of reframe if this is shifting your perspective right now, because it's important to remember that it's not what you're selling. It's not your product. It's none of that. It's how you want to make people feel because emotions have fucking impact. Emotions have impact. Who do you want to be in the world that then has people feel a certain way? And what is that way that you want to have people feel? That's the difference. After that, it's marketing, messaging, all of that. But it has to start with the foundational essence of your personal brand, who you are authentically, you knowing your truest self and building those and deepening those relationships first and foremost. It's connection and intimacy, hands down. So how you attract love in whatever form, how you attract partnerships, uh, and those could be, okay, romantic partnerships. Those could be business partnerships. Those could be collaborations. Whatever partnership means to you, you're either applying it to your personal life, you're applying it to your business life. Most importantly then, or, or also, is how you want to then, or how you're then attracting clients, okay? So how you're attracting love, how you're attracting partnerships, and how you're attracting clients or business partnerships, it always starts with... We have to acknowledge any intimacy, 
wound. <laughs> However you want to say that, we have to acknowledge where is there an intimacy fear and just normalizing that conversation, making it okay to say because it's normal, because everybody has it or has had it or is maybe still working through it. Let's normalize the conversation and let's make it okay to say so then we can shift through it faster. Awareness is always key. Step one, acknowledgement is always step two. So it's the difference between you being heart closed, your energy, not attracting things, fear, all of those things, that internal dialogue that comes with staying closed. If you know it, you know it versus remaining open in the face of fears, self-doubt, all the things. There's always going to be some internal conversation that's going to create that fear. It's always going to be there, hands down. It's just, it's always going to be there. I can never take that away. As much as I help reprogram on a subconscious level, you can't take it away, but you can shift how you connect to it. You can shift how it impacts you or doesn't impact you. You can, you can um, shift whether it makes you fucking break a heel and stumble in your stilettos or you keep going on your stride. Two totally different perspectives, right? But aligning to the energy of who you want to attract, <laughs> partners, partner, romantic partners or partners in business and best then clients, that's the name of the game. That is what I call in the three phases of a profitable personal brand that is your presence, your presence what you're admitting. There's so many things that go into that. Okay. I'm doing a three day on it. If you haven't heard about it or seen it or anything like that, I'm doing a three day at the end of this month, 25th through the 27th, you're going to want to be in there. If, if this is resonating at all. Okay. This is your presence. This is what determines, are we a good fit? Do you resonate? Are you a good fit? Am I a good fit? This is relationships. That's why I love personal branding because there's no competition. Competition and comparison goes out the way, right? If you are still in a competition or comparing mode with anybody on a business, on a professional level, you haven't defined your personal brand yet. I'm going to just drop that right there. Listen to that again. If you are in comparison or competition with anybody, you haven't defined your personal brand yet. And I love how everybody says you all have a personal brand. We do. You do. You 100% do. You have since you were born. Right? When you truly understand and get to know what branding truly is, everybody has a personal brand. If you post anything online, you have a personal brand. The difference is, are you utilizing, are you leveraging the expertise and the wisdom that you have and the gifts that you have to offer in the world to then make that a profitable personal brand? Two totally different perspectives. Everybody has one, but are you able to turn that into something that then has you be a leader in the world or even in your community, make a difference in your community or in the world, two totally different perspectives, okay? So I always love giving a couple questions to ask um, just to open up your awareness on where you are and maybe just moving the needle forward a little bit, okay? So a couple questions that you're gonna wanna be able to write down and ask yourself, to get clear on intimacy, but also around your personal brand. Okay, number one. 
It's so simple, but if we don't actually take the time to answer it, then there won't be any difference. What are your current beliefs about abundance, right? I feel like we've heard that so many times, okay? So just reminder, and it's a new year, so just, right, what are they now? A lot has changed. What are they now? Every time we have a massive emotional experience in life or the world, our values shift. Our values will always shift. So now is a good time to kind of just take a moment and reassess, have they shift? What are your current beliefs about abundance? Caveat, how do you define abundance? We often say that in terms of money because that's a tangible number that we can calculate and you know associate. Is there more or less than? Right. But however you want, if you if you want extra credit, if you want to go like super deep with yourself, then write all the different ways of how you determine or define abundance and then write what are your current beliefs about those individual abundances. But abundance, we're going with it. OK, Two, take an energy. Temperature check. <laughs> <laughs> the technical term, take an energy temperature check. Do you feel, and uh, put this in context of your career or your business, okay? Do you feel open and flowing? <laughs> or do you feel cut off and restricted? Feel it in your body? kind of visualize yourself from third-party perspective on behaviors maybe? How does it feel first in your body? Is it open and fluid? When you think about anything in your business or your career, putting some, you know, launching something new, launching something again, getting to the next tier in your business, getting to the next tier in your career, whatever that is, does it feel open and fluid or does it feel, do you wanna hide? with like a hoodie over your head, like nobody see me, or are you just like, I'm on it, let's go, open. <laughs> Which way, what does it feel like, okay? Are you putting out content that is like fearlessly expressing your truth? Or are you hiding? Just bringing awareness to ask you, no judgment, just bringing awareness, okay, I've totally, hid before okay and that's why like I always go it feels like this like little kid that's where Maya is like she's like little and there she's like I don't wanna right so whatever it is for you are you hiding or are you like openly just fearlessly this is my truth this is what I want to share this is what I believe in this is what I stand for this is what I stand against like are you openly however that is for you do you stand in fearlessly expressing your truth or hiding and holding back just take an assessment. Number four is doubt. I like to call that your struggle self. Okay. <laughs> In the internal self-mastery work that we do, we identify the selves that have these personalities. So self-doubt is a personality. Okay. It's in the struggling selves category, as opposed to your success selves. We'll get into that or your identity of success. So is doubt, is your struggle self keeping you like on the ground floor, like holding you back? Or is it like, or are you in then your identity of success skyrocketing through those invisible barriers, ceilings, 
all of those things. Is your doubt self or your self-doubt or imposter self, whatever labels, okay? I get nobody loves labels because there's this weird subconscious thing where like, we don't want to, we don't want to identify with a negative label. We don't want to be like, no, that's like, that's not me. Self-doubt. I don't have that. Imposters, I don't have that. No, that's totally not me. Fear, what? No, absolutely not. Right? We have this negative, like we don't want to say that that's something that we have. And rightfully so, right? You don't want to associate something negative with you. It's a human condition, totally natural. And awareness, bringing awareness to something and then bringing acceptance, which is self-love, which is step two. Awareness is always step one. You got to be able to be like, okay, I might be a little afraid. I might be having a little self-doubt. <sighs> then don't judge yourself for it. Move into phase two, acceptance. Give yourself a little compassion for it. Be like, okay, maybe, maybe I do. If I did, what would that be like? What would that be saying? What, how would that be like for me? How could I then shift it, right? Start asking how questions as opposed to why do I have this or why don't I have this, right? Or denial, that's the worst. <laughs> so if we're just keeping it real and keeping it open and clear, do you have any self-doubt? If you do, that is your struggle self, totally transformatable. Wow, I'm really on it with like this super technical terms that I don't even know are real terms. They are today, okay? Super transformable, meaning everything can change easily, effortlessly. So if you have self-doubt, if you want to identify with saying, yes, okay, I have self-doubt, so then move into compassion, no judgment. As your struggle self, is it keeping you on the ground floor? Is that version of you, have that internal dialogue that's just like, no, we probably shouldn't do that. That's not a good idea. Self-sabotage behavior and thoughts come up every time, okay? Full transparency. I will always admit, every time I set a new goal, every time I set a new, like, oh, let's do this, a new idea comes up and then I start planning it. <sighs> Fucking Becky, okay? No offense to any Beckys. My inner Becky, okay? She is the struggle self. She is fucking bitch Becky, okay? Love her, love her. And she really just wants to stay the same. She wants to stay in the comfort zone. She will have, she's so very opinionated. I love her for opinionating, for being so opinionated. She has many strengths just on the day when you need to have all the motivation and momentum to like go after your goals when there's so many things in the face, in your face to keep you in fear. Like Becky needs to sit the fuck down. On those days, with love, thank you, Becky. Okay, but I would be always the first one to be like, she always shows up. She's always the first to the party. Whenever they're setting a new goal, she's the first to the party, no joke. She's like, are you sure? You sure you really wanna do that? Okay, you have your own Becky. I don't know who she is. Name her, love her. This is not a villainizing of the selves, okay? This is, they're parts of you. You gotta love them and you have to lovingly ask them to sit down sometimes, okay? So is Becky trying to keep you on the floor? Is she trying to keep you, like is she the first to the party that shows up with like when you're trying to go after your goals? <laughs> have a little chit chat with Becky, okay? Five, this is when personal branding comes in. How are you positioned online? How are you positioned online? I'm not talking about the curated fake bullshit, right? We've, we have so many people that actually like overly exaggerate 
you know, their success of what they're doing that's not authentic, it kind of takes away from it, like it has a negative connotation. Let's just call it out. Okay. It has this negative connotation. So if that was Becky having that conversation about like, oh my God, don't be seen like that online. Like those people are full of shit. There are some people always, always. Okay. It's never one exact equation, but how you are positioning yourself online, because everybody is online. Again, everybody has a personal brand, but are you developing a profitable personal brand? So how are you seen online? How are you positioning yourself online? Are you positioned as your identity of success, right? What is their name? Are you positioned as your identity of success? They're over here. Becky's over here. <laughs> Are you positioned? Struggle self is over here. Are you positioning yourself to be seen as your identity of success? Whatever that is for you, you have to be able to define that, right? Where you come across as being abundant, authentically, authentically, or are you in lack? Because however we are inside, whatever we feel inside, again, it goes back to that intimacy that we have to be able to, into me, I see, into you, you have to be able to see within yourself. If that's a conversation that's happening, whatever level, you could be starting and having a lack conversation, or you could be, hey, I want to get to the next level, and there's still a gap. You could have already reached six figures, and now you want to get past that, there's still that gap. It's always an opportunity for Becky to come in and be like, we're in lack mentality and you need to get over it and reposition yourself in a new way so that then you are more aligned with your identity of success, okay? Ask yourself those questions and see what comes up for you, okay? So if any of this has been resonating, <laughs> just remember you are, your, you are your brand and everybody has a brand. But do you want to leverage your gifts to make a bigger impact in the world by creating a profitable personal brand? That's the difference. Okay, so if any of this has been resonating with you, the link in my bio, I am doing a three-day, okay? It's simple, it's $47. If you're not investing in $47 for yourself, that's like for three days, for like an hour a day to get a deeper understanding on how you can position your personal brand to attract the ideal clients that you want, to create demand for any offer, course, program, whatever it is that you have, like that should be a no-brainer. I do know, I wanna say a caveat because I almost heard somebody say, um, or I watched something earlier, right? And I get that there's this, it's a very interesting thing because there's a lot of people, I'm just going to call it out because I have to. There's a lot of people who are putting just fluff out, fluff. If you've been following me, hopefully you know that my integrity is never put fluff. I always deliver value. Now you might be new to following me and you don't know that and that's okay. But for three days, I'm not going to bring you in to just give you some fluffy stuff that's not going to help you move forward. That's not going to give you, like help you expand your thinking so that then you can actually put it into your business, into your career. That's all this fluffy stuff that they're talking about where people are charging outrageous amounts or even free. And then you spend your time, which is valuable. And then you don't have anything. You're like, what, 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 like, what do I do now? I'm still stuck, right? That's not what we're doing. Three days 
for you to learn about personal brand psychology on how then you can apply that to attracting more clients and creating demand for anything that you have to offer online. Okay, when I work with executives, it's a totally different thing. This is for online entrepreneurs. Okay, open to everybody <laughs> that is an online entrepreneur. Okay, you're also going to get like my complete nerded out PDF of all the brand archetypes. Okay, you like, again, if you've been following, you know how much I love nerding out on PDFs. Okay, I created this back in like 2017. It is still applicable today to sharing with you, like understanding your wiring a little bit more using the psychology of like the brand archetypes and then to determine kind of where you are and who you would want to then be. Who, who that next level version of you authentically is that would create that relationship um, cohesion for clients to be attracted to you, okay? So if that sounds super juicy, this is for those ambitious entrepreneurs. Love working with my badass females, but I am going to make it open to everybody, no matter what you identify with, okay? If you want to attract go-getter fucking badass clients that are just like, yes, I want to work with you. <laughs> if you've been following me for a while and then you have, most likely you've worked with me. I think I've worked with almost everybody in my following almost. And it's been incredible. But I did that by starting with creating a personal brand. So I've been doing this for quite a while. I nerd out on this stuff. I love it. I want to be able to teach more women how to do this for themselves. Everything that I did to build my business. Okay. So if that is you, you want to be able to attract those go-getter clients. You want to be able to either get to six figures or get past six figures, two distinct marks. This would be for you then. It's creating that demand for whatever it is that you're offering online. Okay, this is more specifically about like just who I love, who I love attracting into my field and working with are people who have a true desire to make a difference, make an impact, whether it's in their community or on a larger scale. I attract people who are ambitious that really love stepping in to that some leadership position, meaning you want to make a difference in someone's life. You want to be that role model that has a positive influence, not being an influencer, to have a positive, powerful influence in changing somebody's life. Whatever, utilizing the gifts that you have, the, the, the challenges that you've experienced that you know could be saving somebody's life. That is most importantly who this is for. People who really have a desire to make a larger impact in the world. Okay. Um, and those who really want to uh, be fully seen and step into your fucking power this year on a bolder, more powerful level to be that leader that you feel you're destined to be. That's also who this is for. Okay. We're setting a new standard. Okay. The, the deeper mission for me is setting a new standard for how women and most importantly, female entrepreneurs, women-owned businesses are positioned in the world, shifting the cultural perspective of how women and women-owned businesses are seen and respected and built in the world. This is all about supporting and empowering women to get into that next level. Love it. I'm here for it all day. Okay. Because your marketing is important. Absolutely. 
Your magnetic messaging is important. Absolutely. Those are the other those are the other numbers to the equation. But your personal brand sets the tone for everything that you attract. Just like in relationships, you set the tone for who you attract. Your personal brand sets the tone for the clients that you attract before your messaging, before you speak, before your marketing, before you're promoting anything. It's you. That's the power that you have. 25th, 26th, and 27th of this month, February, we're going to be diving into that. The splash page is there. You can, you can read up on everything. I'm not going to go into all the details, but just know like I'm going to show up and give as much as I can to you. There's going to be times for questions where I'm going to do direct coaching with you afterwards so that you can get the most into moving your, your brand, your personal brand, and thus then your business forward. No fucking fluff. No like, oh my God, I'm only giving to give you like crumb pieces that don't fucking help you. We're going to move you into, right? So I believe if you're showing up and you're giving your time, I'm going to show up and pour into you with as much knowledge as I possibly can around personal branding, which I love geeking out on. I've been doing it since I was 13 and then turning it into a business and making that profitable. And that's what I love supporting women around. So if that is you, the link is in my bio to sign up for that. It's $47. It's $47. What is that? Like $15 a day. If that's not enough for you to invest in yourself, then let's talk about intimacy. <laughs> let's just be super real about that, okay? Is that $15 a day? Don't make me do math in my head. That's not what we do. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Like Her podcast. I'm Sarah Delane. And if you want to learn more on how you can shatter your glass ceilings and skyrocket success with ease, visit my website at saradelane.com. There you can get instant access to my free guide, how to stop stumbling in your stilettos.